This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Um, David Tice is with me. He is the director and producer of Grid Down, Power Up. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's actually something we've covered a lot here on the program over the years. The vulnerability that our power grid has, that's something that far too many, unfortunately, uh, politicians and you know, really us as a general public has really ignored and it's a real risk out there. And, and David's in Sedona at the Sedona Film Festival. Welcome to Arizona, David. How are you doing today? Glad to be with you. I'm doing very well. Thanks. Enjoying the beautiful city of Sedona. Man, isn't it? It's uh, the Red Rocks. There's nothing else like it. I mean, love going down there as much as I possibly can. Um, but you, you got, a, when did you get on this, this topic, I guess, this issue of the grid and then we'll get into the vulnerabilities and I got a lot of questions for you, David, but what, what kind of fired you up on this one? So I've been involved with the film for about three and a half years. I actually picked it up from a fire producer and uh, felt moved to move it forward. I realized during uh, producing it that I was a NASA grandfather. Bear with me on that. Okay. My my grandkids were four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Last off, Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem if we don't secure this grid because I want my grandkids to live a long time. And so I'm older now. You know, I've accomplished a lot in life, but being able to create a movement somewhat like Mothers Against Drunk Driving is what has to happen in order to secure our critical civilian infrastructure. Okay, so the the movie's Grid Down, Power Up, and um, I, I've, I've, I can't wait to watch it. I've watched the trailer, uh, David, so I, I've got to watch the rest of the movie uh, or watch the whole movie as soon as possible. This is something that I'm really concerned about as well. You've got, uh, I believe, Dennis Quaid is the narrator, correct? Correct. Okay, and... It goes over really the vulnerabilities. Um, why don't you start with what are the vulnerabilities? I mean, what could zap what could zap the grid? Okay, so the movie talks about four major threats. One is a physical attack, like we saw in North Carolina back in January. Also evidenced by Metcalf, California, outside Silicon Valley. It was talked about in a sixty minute story where if substations go down, it could knock out, you know, the grid for a longer period of time and potentially even nationwide. The second threat is a cyber attack where we heard from the Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, has appeared on camera and said our adversaries are in the grid right now and could shut it down. The third attack vector is an electromagnetic pulse attack or EMP, uh, that is a severe threat. Uh, we saw with this uh, Chinese balloons, you know, circling the United States. Actually, there is science that says only at 20 kilometers of elevation, a balloon like that could, you know, fire a nuclear missile and create you know, these harmful gamma waves that would wipe out all the sensitive electronics. And then the fourth one is 
uh, a solar storm or a geomagnetic disturbance that's also considered like a natural EMP because okay. it has some of the same characteristics. Okay, I'm going to loop back to all four of those in a second because I think we got to get into more uh, detail. But if any of those four happened and part of the grid or all, or all of the – first of all, what is the likelihood of all of the grid going down or are we talking – partial in any of these scenarios some of these are uh, national because the grid is uh, and really there's three grids there's a eastern grid a western grid and a texas grid uh, i mentioned the 60 minute story about physical attack so the ex-chairman of FERC, federal energy regulatory commission you know said that he there was a FERC study that found that if key nodes were taken out on a physical attack or a cyber attack, as few as nine nodes could knock out the grid from coast to coast. What's a node? Well, that's just a element. A It could be a substation okay. where, you know, concentration of power is, you know, directed uh, where those critical areas. Okay. I, the only reason I ask is because, I mean, it's like asking people, where's milk come from? Well, it comes from the bottle in the store. Well, where's electricity come from? I flip on the switch and it just, it magically appears. So nobody really knows. Most people don't know how this whole system works out there, but everybody knows that our, our civilization depends on it. I mean, the last time I know with the solar flares that, that, that there was a, a really big one was what the Carrington event was that 1800s. That was 1859, okay. and we spend probably 10 minutes on each of those four attack vectors. Okay. So we talk about the Carrington event. We yeah. talked about 2012, where uh, we were fairly close, just a matter of days, with a massive solar flare coinciding with the Earth's orbit, which could have created something similar. Okay. So let's look at the worst-case scenario here. The entire grid goes out. Uh what does, let's just stick with America. What does America look like if that happens? So it turns into essentially zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. Because the, the problem is the National Guard and the police will probably be protecting their own family. Our municipal water system requires electricity from the grid, and therefore soon there won't be very much water. Uh, our wastewater system requires electricity, and therefore we're, we're going to have toilets with, you know, poop backing up, you know, and you can imagine what that does for diseases. There will be no Uber Eats. Your refrigerator won't be working, uh, depending upon how much food you have in your pantry. You might have neighbors beating on your door if they see that you have a generator and you have some power you know, asking for food for their nine-year-old. I mean, it becomes very, very okay. apocalyptic. Zom very yeah, you just defined walking dead. Or um, I've had uh, James Wesley Rowles on the program. He's an author who wrote Patriots, and, you know, he describes basically when the grid goes down, other situations as well. Basically, it's a, it's a science fiction movie that comes true. Worst right. case, worst right. imaginable. Okay, well, let's look at your four, and we're talking with David Tice. He's the director and producer of Grid Down Power Up. Sedona Film Festival is going on um, right now, and um, 
best way to get, let's just interject this right now, David, best way to get tickets, you, you show up or, uh, and where is this? This is at the Mary D. Fisher Center there? Yes, it's at Mary D. Fisher Theater, you know, just outside downtown Sedona from what I understand. Okay. And you can uh, go to griddownpowerup.com and uh, I th- say you can show up at the theater uh I think this segment appearing on Wednesday afternoon after we've already had our showing at 4 p.m. Pacific time, but we're showing it Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And okay. I know there were extra tickets. Okay, good. Folks go out and definitely do that. It's a great time to head on the Sedona and, and, and then check that out and, and get some food maybe before the power goes out. Um, okay, David, four issues here. Let's start with terrorism. That's We've seen people shooting up like those substations. To me, if I look at that, that's probably, those are probably very localized scenarios. Although I think about my tour that I did of the Palo Verde nuclear power plant uh, a couple years back, suited up and did all that. They had heavy security there, um, but it could be something as severe as that, I presume. Yes, it, it is. And you're, you're right. Physical attacks tend to be more local yahoos, you know, doing something and, but what happens if it is uh, people uh, similar to Spetsnaz, which is a Russian special forces, you know, terminology, and the Chinese or the Russians or the North Koreans or the Iranians decide to send in, you know, a team of players, and they uh, know certain keynotes that they might, you know, knock out, and we certainly do not. Uh, disclose any of that and I don't have you know I'm not privy to that knowledge anyway but smart people can figure that type of thing out yeah nowadays yeah this isn't these aren't big secrets out there the next big one and I think this is the face of warfare uh, you know current warfare and future warfare which is hacking cyber warfare things like that I mean we tend to as as Americans kind of fight the last war we've still got big aircraft carriers and ships and this and that all over where the new war is probably biological and 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 cyber security things like that so you could hack into these systems how are all the power stations I'm not sure what the right terminology is quite frankly David but are they all computerized i i mean are they all are they connected to the web are they independent how does that work well we have fifty-five thousand substations okay. in america and the substations are where power is either uh essentially directed down in voltage or up in voltage and it's called step up and step down trans uh transformers and uh, some of those are lower tech than others, but there is a great deal of interconnectivity and there's a lot of connectivity to the Internet. There's a great deal of electronics inside, you know, various uh, uh, technology pieces for the substations that could be subject to malware, you know, Trojan horse type you know, uh, malware that's been embedded by the Chinese, all those are threats. Okay. And they can get into that. I mean, is this somebody, is a state sponsored stuff when we're talking about this hacking uh, or is it somebody in, in the basement somewhere in, in who knows where Russia or somewhere? I'd say, um, 
more worried about state sponsored. Okay. And uh, there, there have been cases in the past where there has been ransomware for uh, a big pipeline company that had a great deal of publicity and it was found out to be a malware. But who's to say that the Russian government isn't putting up these, you know, malware purveyors uh, to do this? Okay, and um, so let's sit on this, uh, the other one, EMP, electromagnetic pulse. So you describe that as you take a – there's a nuclear weapon. It goes off high up in the atmosphere and s- sends out um, – it, it disturbs Gamma wave. Gamma wave, sorry. And it uh, fries the electronics in, in the grid. Um, I, I've heard that it could fry possibly cars and microprocessors. There's been some debate about how bad it would actually be and how much it would impact – I would imagine that this, once again, this is state-sponsored stuff. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so this would be like, nowadays, do you even have to have a, a, a large nuclear exchange, or do you just zap a few of these high up in the atmosphere, and, and each side is trying to destroy the power grid and blow the other back to, like, cavemen days? Exactly. So uh, a nuclear uh, bomb could be... Uh, detonated in the atmosphere from 20 kilometers to say 300 kilometers. So the higher point that it is detonated creates a bigger range as far as the impact on sensitive electronics. At 20 kilometers, it's a smaller range. And therefore, our adversaries could come at us with, you know, several lower uh, altitude blast, or they could hit us with one or two, you know, high altitude, bigger blasts that could essentially wipe out, you know, the sensitive electronics nationwide. Okay. I'm thinking about that hot air or that balloon that went by that we let traverse the entire length of the country. I mean, you, you, right. you could put something on something like that even. Exactly. That's one, one of the things that we brought up after People were saying, well, it's just a balloon, but at 20 kilometers, you know, it could create a great deal of, you know, issues, especially in the uh, Northeast. Okay, more to come here in just a second with David Tice. uh, And I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, if you want to do what Angela and I did, and we took she, I should say, Took a long time to transfer over and get all of our insurance policies policies over to Allstate Agency in Flagstaff. Uh, man, they, they have done a great job for us, and they've saved us a lot of money. Eric Boatner and his wife, Lisa Boatner, at Allstate Agency, where you can get home insurance, auto insurance, motorcycle, RV, off-road, uh, your boats, your business owners, life insurance, all of that's. Give Eric Boatner, give Lisa Boatner a call at Allstate Agency at 928-774-8722. That's 928-774-8722. 928-774-8722. We're we're talking with David Tice. He's the producer and director of 
Grid Down Power Up. You can get more info at griddownpowerup.com, griddownpowerup.com. The Sedona Film Festival is going on right now, and um, you, there's still tickets for the Thursday showing. I highly encourage you to go to the website. To uh, I think this is something important that you would think that both sides of the aisle would get together on. They spend money like there's no tomorrow on just about everything you can imagine. Um, hardening our grid, I guess is the correct terminology, David, would be something that may be beneficial because he's listed four different possible things that could knock out our, our grid and uh, cause um, what, what he referred to jokingly as the zombie apocalypse. But I don't think it's a joke at all because it would be bad really quick. The final one that we're hitting on here, David, is the solar flare. You, you mentioned 2012 that a big solar flare hit. Um, what happened there? It actually didn't hit. It was a massive flare that uh, did not quite coincide with the Earth's orbit, but it was very, very close to coinciding with our orbit. And they say that the uh, force of that solar flare was comparable to the Carrington event back in 1859 is considered the largest uh, solar flare or geomagnetic disturbance that we've ever had. And essentially, we didn't have a grid then, but we had telegraph and we, we had telegraph machines and uh, all the telegraph machines were essentially fried and actually created some uh, injuries to telegraph operators because they were connected to them. Wow. Okay. So it's so long ago that people have no connection with that. Has there been any major ones since that or even localized or, you know, kind of in more in the modern times? Yes. Okay. So we, there's been, you know, a great deal of study about this. One is the 1921 railroad storm. And then there was a 1989 you know, uh, storm uh, in uh, Quebec, I believe. And both those storms were not nearly of the severity in terms of volts per kilometer, but they were, you know, significant and they did, you know, create some damage. All right, some solutions when we come back with David Tice. How can, well, what, what, how much is it going to cost to fix? But let's assume they don't fix it. What can you do personally to try to protect yourself against some of this stuff? Hang tight. All right. Uh, let me tell you one thing you probably can do is, uh, get proficient in firearms and Timberline firearms and training. They do an excellent job at that, as you know. Rob Wilson and, and Elise Wilson, they do a great job running Timberline, bringing in all kinds of folks to bring you to that next level when it comes to your firearm skills. By the way, this month we do have the giveaway, $85 value, intro to handgun training. If you go to talkwithjeff.com, you're looking for good training, call Timberline Firearms and Training, 928-526-7900. That's 928-526-7900. Don't forget, every Thursday's Ladies' Day, you can go out to the range an indoor shooting range just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall, by the way. Ladies, $11 gets you range time. Also gets you a free gun rental. You just got to buy the range ammunition. Head on out to Timberline Firearms and Training. Another way that my family prepares for things 
black swan events and who the heck knows crazy government overspending look at those cuts they're doing yay um <laughs> it amounts to just about nothing the the debt the deficit keeps growing i've been dealing with desert gold exchange for many years now justin and his family run company they do a great job to make sure that i get a good price on physical gold and silver call justin at desert gold exchange to talk to you about how to safely securely store this stuff uh talk to you about all kinds of things when it comes to investing in gold and silver lots of knowledge there and you've mentioned to jeff overture you get a free investor's kit mention the show they're going to treat you like gold desert gold exchange 888-852-4343 uh did i mention that they have some of the lowest prices out there some of the lowest prices out there they keep that overhead low Spot price is spot price, so it costs the same everywhere. So it really depend matters who you go with. That's why I go to Desert Gold Exchange. 888-852-4343. Desert Gold Exchange. 888-852-4343. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. We're talking with David Tice, who's producer and director of Grid Down Power Up. Uh, go to griddownpowerup.com. Uh, Sedona Film Festival is going on right now. Plus, there's all kinds of resources at the website griddownpowerup.com to connect with. Uh, connect with uh, our, our so-called leaders and get them information as far as, hey, this is a real problem. Because I, I think it is, but let me ask you this, David. What does it cost when you're talking about hardening the grid to protect against either terrorism or hacks or EMP or solar flares? Uh, what does that take? Is that something that we do on in, on the private sector side, or is that something that we're doing federally or state. How, how do you see this kind of panning out if they agreed, if, if people, if enough attention comes to this? Well, that's one of the problems is it is so complex. And uh, most of the power grid is run by private companies. And then there is regulation both at the state and at the federal level. And so there's three parts to the grid, the, the generation, the transmission, and the distribution. And so the utilities, uh, there's about 3,000 companies that provide, you know, most of the power to the grid, uh, mostly uh, private companies. They don't want to be told what to do. And frankly, there's been more self-regulation, you know, from the state utility commissions and from FERC and NERC. So one of the things that we need the movement for is we need to say, damn it, let's get something done. Mm-hmm. And let's, as the utilities have been stuck in the sand and they don't want to be told what to do. And they have pretty much ignored this issue. Now, some of the utilities have been better than others, but on the regulatory front, you know, we grid warriors have been asking for stronger regulation and We've been severely disappointed because there's been a uh, revolving door between 
utilities and the regulators, and therefore it seems like the regulators aren't doing anything that utility managements don't want them to do. But in terms of cost, uh, the numbers aren't that huge, and there's different levels of comprehensiveness of uh, protection. Uh, the protection for GMB or geomagnetic disturbance, you know, isn't that expensive at all? Probably less than five billion dollars. I'm sorry, is that the, that's solar? Uh, yes. Okay. Solar. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, well, for physical attack, I mean, if we put up, you know, brick walls, cement walls around some of the key substations, that's also not that expensive. If we ended up having a, you know, cover over the top where drones can't drop something in, mm. you know, that would help. If we had some shrouding where people with AR-15s can't see exactly where they're shooting, that could help. You know, so all these things can be done. But Well, that we one's say real quick on the terrorism side, David. That, that seems like more of a local uh, – I, I see it in Flagstaff, for example, where the new sub um, substations – they're doing it on the basis of, of aesthetics, I think, more to kind of cover up this stuff. But there's big block walls around a couple of them that are pretty high. So it seems like locally you could change some regulations as far as the zoning requirements or building requirements. Uh, Maybe. I think it's, it's, it's not necessarily zoning. I mean, there's such complexity about getting reimbursed inside, you okay. know, the, the, the rate-making mechanism, et cetera. But there's all kinds of ways that we can, you know, fix things. And frankly, we're calling uh, a number of your audience has probably seen the great movie Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Well, Oppenheimer was about uh, what was called the Manhattan Project, a three-and-a-half-year project. It was top secret to build a nuclear bomb and save America from the Third Reich. It was highly successful. It was one of the best. Uh, scientific achievements that we've ever had. Uh, there's a gentleman that we dedicated our film to who was the executive director of the EMP commission mm-hmm. that operated at the behest of Congress for 17 years. And he wrote a book called the Manhattan EMP, the Manhattan project. And he argued that we needed this massive, uh, large scale project you know, from all areas of government and private industry to protect our critical civilian infrastructure. And because this is so massive. So yeah. this is something that we want our movement to uh, encourage our legislators, regulators, and boards of directors of our public utilities to execute. Uh, just real quick, just to finish up on EMP and hack. I mean, what kind of dollar figures do you think that is? I'd, I'd say, well, there's new technology coming. You know, there's some older technology that that works, although it's not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd say in, in the 50 to $75 billion range, and there's some people who say there's less than that, but I'm erring on slightly higher numbers. Yeah, my wife always tells me any project I do um – times it by three. <laughs> so right. even if you, you're way off, but the solar side of this, David is if you're looking at 5 billion, um, you, you, look, I don't know how political you want to get. This is a pretty political show, but our, our politicians are spending money on just about so many things that you're like, really? And we we do have a huge spending problem in this country. 
But we also have a, a priority problem, I would say, as to even if we did cuts and what remains, which we're never going to do cuts, but that's a whole other story. What remains, though, uh, is, is prioritizing what is important and $5 billion to harden ourselves from solar impacts doesn't seem like a bad idea to me. No, you're exactly right. I mean, we're spending, you know, uh, nearly $90 billion on Ukraine, as an example. Yeah. We're, we're not protecting our critical civilian infrastructure. And uh, and when you think about it, when you're talking about zombie apocalypse and the EMP commission that I mentioned before, uh, their estimate was that if the national grid goes out for nine months or longer, as many as 90% of Americans could die. Yeah. Now, the n- most number of people we've ever lost in America has been, I think, 12,000 back in no, nineteen the early nineteen hundreds from the Galveston hurricane, mm-hmm. and therefore we can't imagine tens of millions or hundreds of millions. So, really, are you going to argue about cost? I mean, give me a break. Whatever it takes, pay for it. And and you know, I think one thing that people fail to realize is that you know, even though you bought your survival seed kit and you're going to start a garden and all of a sudden you're going to be eating lettuce and surviving, it's our, our food production is one of many things. Medication is one of many things. How many people rely on so much from our electrical infrastructure? Electricity, <laughs> this is our civilization. We've built everything around this, quite frankly. Um, okay, a couple more questions. I'm talking with David Tice, uh, griddownpowerup.com. That's griddownpowerup.com, trying to bring attention to um, what's, you know, the vulnerabilities in our grid. And if you go there, you can talk to your legislators. They've got links available there. Um, let's assume people do go to the website, David, and they do contact their representatives and, you know, try to get attention to this. Let's just assume the worst case scenario, just because I like to leave my listeners with what individuals should do. What would you recommend? How do people protect themselves in the event that our politicians and government does nothing, which is highly probable in, in the world we live in nowadays. How do individuals protect themselves and what should individuals do? Okay, so uh, multi-step here. One, you should have extra food from Costco in your pantry, obviously. You should have uh, water and the ability to uh, purify water. You should really consider having a bolt hole where you go someplace, kind of a plan B location, because if you're in a city, uh, population density is not your friend. And everybody around you won't be as prepared as you are. And if their kids are starving and they're starving, they're going to come after you. And therefore, even if you have guns and ammo, you're, you're going to have to kill some people and then eventually you run out of ammo and then they're going to take your stuff. Yeah. So those, those are all options you should Consider having solar on your roof. Uh, we're, we're actually going to engage a, a solar MLM company as one of our sponsors, so that we can keep our documentary free. Uh, you should have, you know, some food supply. Uh, sponsor is uh, Four Patriot is one of the best food sponsors out there. Okay, and solar on the on the roof is that like an independent or is that tied to the grid? So it is tied to the grid initially, okay. uh, but then you, you need to have it set up and you need to have some battery backup. And then you can flip the switch 
and therefore make your uh, solar panels independent, you know, such that you could power okay. your refrigerator. And I, assume, and I assume the person you're working with also hardens it. So you have the solar flare, your grit, your panels aren't zapped. Um, we are not quite to that stage okay. yet. And I'm not sure if the panels themselves are zappable or not, but we're, yeah. we're having serious discussions. Getting, about getting there. Yeah. As the technology advances and, and I, I always tell people, yeah, the, the gas stuff too, not bad having a generator or something like that that can keep you going, assuming you have, but that only lasts so long, you know, as far as the right. supply of fuel. All right, uh, David, hey, the great information. I, I wish you the best in getting us out. This is obviously, um, these things become, a, a, you know, a passion to, to push out there and obviously tons of work. Um, griddownpowerup.com, uh, go there. Remember the Sedona Film Festival. Uh, if you've got time to go to Thursday's showing, uh, again, griddownpowerup.com, well worth seeing, well worth taking a trip to Sedona. Uh, David, give us updates as you progress. I, um, I hope I hope you're successful and we can help push this along as well. Thank you. If you don't mind, we got three little sound bites. Yeah, please. So we're also having a panel on Thursday, including ex-amazing Congressman Trent Franks is going to be on a panel, as well as uh, Tanya Von Bieber, who is a prior. Uh, uh, she was on the show a couple. Con- weeks. She was on the show a couple weeks ago, by the way. Yeah, yeah as, as well as Tina Francone. Uh, secondly, on our website, you can actually make reach outs, including phone calls, petitions, and emails to your state and federal legislators, as well as your regulators, your FERC and NERC regulators, as well as your chairman of your state commission. Okay. So that's really a great place to go. Finally, uh, September 12th, there was a release from the Pentagon about how a cyber uh, the 2023 Cyber Strategy Group, and they outlined for the first time that in the event of war, uh, to expect that Russia and China would be going after critical civilian infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And one of the places where we Americans have been complacent is we're used to Vietnam War, Iraqi War, even World War Two, where all the carnage took place abroad across the ocean but now the pentagon is telling us that our adversaries are going to bring it to our shores and our critical civilian infrastructure this can come home now yeah it's not like marching or floating armies across the sea you can the way technology is um it's a blessing but it's also a huge vulnerability uh going forward uh david hey I, i appreciate it we'll talk soon okay thank you very much Comments always welcome and love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hit that subscribe button if you're listening to the podcast or following the video on Rumble or YouTube. Looking at your finances is pretty important. Uh, Talking to the right people is pretty important. Look, I don't tell you how to invest. You know that, but talk to as many people as possible. You've heard here on the show many, many times. I can't count how many times Glenn Least from WT Wealth Management has come on this show to talk to you about the stock market, talk about bonds, talk about interest rates, talk about uh, small business, real estate, you name it. Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. He does a great job. Uh, He's really knowledgeable, and uh, I'm glad that he's there for me when I have a lot of questions, which I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Now, uh, Glenn's also a family guy, known him for years. Uh, I think he shares a lot of the same values as a lot of you out there. Give Glenn Least a call. 
give you a complimentary consultation at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans has done a great job for my family. We did a refinance with her. It was about a year ago. Uh, you want somebody who knows Northern Arizona, who knows this market, and you're talking about a refinance, maybe a new purchase, maybe an off-the-grid property, second home, investment properties. Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans will be able to help you out. And by the way, I mentioned the Jeff Orvitz Show, and you can save $250 off the lender's fee at closing. That's a that's a good thing right there. Take advantage of that, and she'll be able to help you out. 928-310-6458. That's Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans at 928-310-6458. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087. BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunities, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in just a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orvitz Show. All right, Olivia rejoins me here. Let's see if we can do a comment or two. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I keep sending those in. Yeah, we, we got the giveaway too. Possibly read them. Yes, our what month is it? September. Yeah, September giveaway. Yeah. I know we got uh, Timberline Firearms and Training, 85 bucks in the uh, um, handgun. Intro to handgun. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 50 bucks cash debit card. That's good. Yeah, you can That'll spend help. that anywhere. Sportsman. Sportsman's. Fifty, another fifty dollars, and the Marcos. Yeah, another. $50. I think that's everything we got in there. Next month we'll try to we try to we try to bump these things up a little bit as we get closer to. Shall I say it? The holidays. Oh, I was like, <laughs> uh, this could it's, go multiple directions. It's coming. Yeah, winter is coming, and then before you know it, Christmas is here. So oh, we, they we have to, Christmas stuff in the stores. No, I saw empty spots, and I, I think it's Easter now. I think I miss Christmas. It's already oh, gone. Yeah, you can't even shop true. now. You yeah, can't so that's probably good. Shop. It's probably good that that's happening. I mean, yeah. So uh, it's been an intense show. I, I um, really appreciate uh, David Tice. And again, you can get those tickets by going to uh, Grid Down Power Up. We need to see that. He mentioned Zombie Apocalypse at one point, Olivia. Ooh, and Zombie Apocalypse. What do I always tell you if you're in the big city and uh, you know what hits the fan? What do you do? Get out. Get out. I mean, why did it, the delay just caused you to you know? excruciating pain for the family because of your delay get there out there's no delay no you just you hesitated you just no you i did get not out. Yeah, i of course was we're not watching the, the preview yeah that you had of stop, the movie stop getting distracted you know by all the politicians that don't do anything so anyway yeah go check that out uh let's do a comment before we run out of time which will probably happen talk with jeff at icloud.com or you can comment on the podcast please do that you can Please like us if you're listening to the podcast. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, hit it. If you're watching any of our videos, uh, comment there. Subscribe as well. Uh, this one's from Charles. Jeff, I listen to your show every weekday on the radio. 
I'm a delivery driver on the reservations in northern Arizona. I really enjoy the way you break it down and give your opinions on current affairs in our area. Keep up the excellent work, and I look forward to hearing more from you and your guests. Hey, I appreciate it, Charles. Man, that's some long distances delivering, especially uh, uh-huh. in, in northern Arizona, reservations, stuff like that. He must have some, some miles. He's got like eight packages and the great, great, oh, yeah, great like distances in between. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure he delivers a lot more than that, but uh, thanks for doing that. Important job right there and uh, keeping everybody, especially when you live in those rural locations. It's amazing. Look, this is the positive. I, I, I hit on a lot of negatives today, especially our illustrious politicians. It's well worth listening to the beginning of the show with me and Angela because um, I just went off on these politicians and especially the Republicans. I expect more. I demand more, especially when it comes to cuts, you know, but there's a lot of negative out there, but there's a lot of positives. We live in one of the greatest times, the greatest time in the history of the world. I'd argue the late nineties were probably the greatest, but we're, we're close, you know, from that. Right. Yeah, I mean, you just you can keep order. like advancing and advancing. And, well, like, think about it. At some point, it. you should stop. But on think, some things, in some ways. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you've improved it enough, and it's good to go. <laughs> and then know? it's just we a don't need any more innovations. Yeah, uh, but think about it. You can live in such a, a rural area like Northern Arizona. Coconino County is like one of the most sparse counties in. It is the it's the largest geographically, but it's there's there's not a lot of people there, and you can be in the middle of nowhere and hook up your Starlink satellite. And order something, and somebody's going to show up in a yeah, big like white or brown truck. Later. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's yeah. They two days later. It's not like uh, you know you're in the Soviet Union back in the day, and like it was like four months was, later. Yeah, like, there was nothing did to we order. Order that? Yeah. Like. So that's good. But we've also become dependent on that. As I'm watching this preview for uh, Grid Down Power Up, we become dependent on that. So if anything does go wrong and you're not prepared, woo. Yeah, it's no, like no when, you, when you can't order your supplies anymore. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could have got Dennis Quaid, the uh, narrator, too. Uh, David did a great job, David Tice, for that for that film, um, talking about it. But it'd be cool to get Dennis Quaid. You always want to, if you get someone like Dennis Quaid, you want to ask, um, what's up with Randy Quaid, his brother? You know, he's the one that's like on Independence Day and, and vacation. Uh-huh. You know, Cousin Eddie? That's oh, his brother. Yeah. That's his brother. <laughs> really? They like seem totally different. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have figured that out. Like, ever. no, they don't look anything like. Yeah, and they seem quite a quite a bit different as far as apart. All right, um, subscribe, everyone. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if Olivia will be back this week or not because of that school thing. Yeah, and I have to go every extra, day. Unfortunately, extracurricular activities and all that. But yeah, I, I would definitely listen to the first hour again because. Angela and I pretty much determined that the proposed cuts that the Republicans are shooting out there with $16 billion, if you equate it to your home budget, is like somebody who's broke cutting Netflix. I That's heard it. that there were some That's tempers. It. Yeah. Might you be got, fun you to got listen heated. to. Yeah, there you go. All right. Have a great, safe night. I think we got uh, Mark out tomorrow and much more. So see you then. Take care. Bye.
Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four-bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single-room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com. Or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. Community.